0: When someone says to you, I need you to do your best, does that translate in your own mind as, I need to be perfect? My name is Don Culp. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, Reiki master teacher, meditation coach, and owner of The Zen Room in Gilroy, California. You can also find us online at www.thezenroom.net. And today, we're going to be discussing the fourth agreement in the four agreements, Always Do Your Best. Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Zen Room. So today we are going to be talking about the fourth agreement in the book The Four Agreements, which is Always Do Your Best. But before I launch into that, uh, I just wanted to give a quick little background for The Four Agreements. So The Four Agreements is a beautiful book. It's a pretty, pretty short book, um, but it's full of great, great content. The book was written by Don Miguel Ruiz, and basically it gives any, anybody who reads the book, it gives uh, four principles to practice in order to create love and happiness in your life. So if you go back into the archives of the Zen room, you will find that I have done podcasts on the first agreement, which is be impeccable with your word, the second agreement, which is don't take anything personally, the third agreement, which is don't make assumptions. And today we're going to be wrapping up the series of four with always do your best. So I would maybe encourage you to go back and listen to the other three if you haven't already because they're nice little stepping stones that allow us to get to number four, always do your best. So when we hear the words or the phrase always do your best, immediately, for me at least, immediately it feels like a, like a heavier thing. Wow, always do my best. Man, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> always do your best. One of the things that when you read this chapter, or when you read this agreement in the book, it gives you permission by saying your best changes from moment to moment. And as soon as I read that part, I'm like, okay, phew. Because in my mind, when I hear always do your best, The word perfect rolls right into my brain. It's like, oh my God, that means I have to be perfect always. Oh my gosh. No, that is absolutely the opposite of what this agreement teaches. So again, always do your best knowing that your best changes from moment to moment. My best when I have the flu is far different than my best when I am well rested, um... On top of my game for whatever for whatever reason. I've just I you've had those days where you're like, man, I feel like a superhero. I just feel like I could do anything today. Your best on that day is going to be different than a day where you are down with a cold or maybe you feel your body trying to fight off something. So always do your best means always do your best in any given moment. Okay, so. Why is this an agreement, in my opinion? Because if you can say, I did my best. Even if your best wasn't good enough for someone else, you can't control that. You have no control over how someone else perceives any action, activity, or word that you say. Because in your own mind and in your own heart, if you say, I did my best under the circumstances, you will be able to look at yourself in the mirror and not have any regrets, not judge yourself, and certainly not abuse yourself. And that is a beautiful thing. So once again, what you, there are days when I'm like, okay, I got I got sick with the flu about three years ago um, after somebody contracted a virus from Disneyland and then brought it home and then I kissed and hugged that person and then well Okay, it happens. So for a couple of days, I was on the couch. And if somebody needed something from me on that day or if, if chores were not getting done or if errands weren't getting run, um, I did not compare... What I did the previous Saturday with that particular Saturday where I was laid on the couch and beat myself up and say, oh my gosh, I am usually so much more productive than this on a Saturday, or I can't believe that I'm letting all of these things slide. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get so far behind self-abuse, self-judgment, blah, blah, blah. For whatever reason, when we are really, 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 really sick, we can give ourselves permission to lay on the couch and be sick. So, and not judge ourselves, not abuse ourselves, and not regret. Because it's like, you know what? It's all I can do just to, just to lift my head up off of this pillow. So guess what? That's all that I'm going to account, hold myself accountable for is making sure that I stay alive for the next 24 hours. Okay? Now, a lot of times, we will have a good day, a great day, an amazing day, a so-so day, a not-so-bad day. And for whatever reason, we don't give ourselves, most of the time, we don't give ourselves permission for our best to change from having an amazing day to having a so-so day to having a not-so-bad day. Maybe we didn't get enough sleep the night before. Our best is going to be different. Maybe we didn't. Maybe, maybe we just got into a really, really big argument with someone that we care very deeply about and our heart feels heavy. Your best is going to be different on that day. If you allow yourself to give, say, I'm always going to do my best knowing that my best is going to change from moment to moment, you can avoid being too hard on yourself. We have a a tendency in this society to be very hard on ourselves or very critical of ourselves. So if we can think of always do your best knowing that your best changes from moment to moment, you are doing yourself a huge, huge favor. That said, what I love about, and I the reason I said you might want to go back and listen to the previous three podcasts first is because Always Do Your Best also relates to the lessons we learned with the first three agreements. So if we are looking at the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, speak with integrity, say only what you mean. Avoid using words to speak against yourself or to gossip about others, okay? That is the first agreement. When we come down to the fourth agreement and always do your best, always do your best not only applies to your life, your chores, your errands, your job, all of that, it also applies to how well you are installing the lessons of the first three agreements. So again, let's say that before you read the four agreements or before you listen to any of these podcasts that I've done that you used to be let's just say you were gossip extraordinaire you would gossip about everybody and then after reading about why that's not cool understanding it more at a heart level really understanding the importance of being impeccable with your word then we have got to drop down into the fourth agreement and say okay Yesterday I did a really good job with that. Yesterday I didn't have any circumstances facing me that made not gossiping an impossible challenge. Like yesterday was just easy. Yesterday was a great day. There was no reason for me to gossip. Nobody gave me a reason to gossip. And then today I found out that this person was talking smack about me. I found that that person was talking smack about me. I found that the other person had some rude comment to say behind my back, that person stabbed me in the back. And today is a harder day for me to practice the first agreement to be impeccable with my word. However, I am still going to challenge myself to do my best to be impeccable with my word. So maybe my best today isn't as good as yesterday because nobody gave me a reason to challenge it yesterday. But doing my best today, if I'm really honestly being honest with myself, am I catching some of those thoughts and interrupting them? If the answer is yes, then you're doing your best. If you're catching yourself mid-sentence gossiping about someone and you remind yourself about that first agreement and you go, you know what? I know better. I know better than this now. I'm going to do myself a favor and I'm going to stop this conversation with this person and I'm going to say, you know what, this this isn't cool. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Hey, by the way, how is your friend doing? And then change the conversation talk about the giants or whatever. That is doing your best. So do you compare your best with being impeccable with your word today in a very, very hard day against yesterday where no one gave you any reason To not be impeccable with your word? No. But what I would do is I would say, give yourself credit. Let's just say that on a scale of one to 10, one being I never gossip because it's not cool and 10 being don't tell me anything you don't want the world to know. Before you knew about these agreements, where were you on the list? Where were you on that scale? Were you a one? Were you a 10? Were you in the five zone? Now, now that you're really going to try hard to always do your best, do you find yourself shifting on the scale a little bit? And if the answer is yes, that's fantastic. Because the more you practice it, the better you're going to do. You're not going to get this overnight. These habits were not learned overnight. So let's just say... Let's just say that we look at the third agreement. Don't make assumptions. You've never really been someone in the past to ask clarifying questions. And therefore, you, there's always a misunderstanding. You always found yourself kind of in the center of drama because you were always afraid to ask clarifying questions. So you made a lot of assumptions. Let's say that you did that for the first 25 years of your life. Okay? Okay. And then you write about the agreements and you have found the courage to ask clarifying questions so that you don't find yourself in the middle of a firestorm. And then you're like, okay, I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm doing a pretty good job. Monday, I did a great job at that. Tuesday, I did a great job at that. Wednesday, for whatever reason, Wednesday was not my best day. For whatever reason, Wednesday, I made a lot of assumptions. No, that in the middle of Wednesday... If you find yourself being aware of the backslide, that is a beautiful thing. You're not going to nail all of these overnight. You've got to give yourself permission to fall off once in a while. Maybe just slide back a little bit. But if you can catch yourself and say... I'm aware that Wednesday was a rough day. I'm back on the wagon as of Thursday. And every day I get a little bit better, a little bit better. And when I do fall off, I only fall off for an hour instead of two weeks or whatever it is. You are, in every moment, in every day, getting better. So always do your best. When I first read that, I'm like, holy cow. Okay, again, this is not about being perfect. This is about in the moment... Whatever that moment brings you, do the best that you can. So that at the end of the day, say, you know what? I slid a little bit, but it wasn't a horrible slide. I got back on track pretty easily. One day this will be absolutely second nature. But I'm going to give myself a break because it wasn't second nature for a long, long time. And perfect practice makes perfect. Okay, so doing your best means enjoying the action, do it for the love of improving yourself and know that as you're doing your best that you appreciate the progress that you have made. Okay, that is a big, big deal. With that, I want you to take all of the lessons, all of the little aha moments that maybe you had during this segment, digest it, give it a chance to settle in, take a deep breath and I'll be back in just a moment. Okay, so what I want to move into next, and I briefly mentioned it in the last segment, is this concept of perfect. So the, before, we, before we dive into um, my conversation around the difference between doing your best and being perfect, I want to define, I want to give you the definition of perfect so that we can all get on the same page. So definition of perfect Adjective is having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics as good as it is possible to be. Again, having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics. Here's the funny thing. One person's perfect is another person's nightmare. I remember one day Chad and I, my husband and I, were at an art gallery up in the city. And I was looking, it, 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 was, it was definitely an art gallery that had darker art. So um, it was art where it was, you know, depictions of crime scenes and whatnot. And I remember saying to myself, and in fact, I think I whispered it to Chad and we both kind of chuckled about it. I said, hey, one person's art is another person's crime scene and it's another person's happy Friday night. So, one person's art is another person's, um, um, what do they say? One person's treasure is another person's treasure. That's not exactly what I mean, but perfect. What is perfect for one person is not close to perfect for another. So the word perfect, ooh, it's a slippery slope. Even if you were to ask me, at 20 years old, what is your idea of the perfect guy? My answer is going to be way different than in my mid-40s. What is my definition of a perfect guy? Well, how is that possible? If isn't perfect, perfect? And I would say, no, perfect is always evolving. Perfect is never done. Perfect is never complete. If we are moving and changing and shifting and evolving, wouldn't it stand to reason that our definition of what perfection is is always moving and shifting and evolving? So let me give you a very real life example in my life that I think most of you who are listening are going to be able to relate to this. So last year I decided I'm going to start a podcast. I have had the request from many, many people and I said, sure, I'll give it a try. I'll I'll see how it unfolds. I'd never done a podcast for the Zen Room before. I found an app that made it fairly simple because for me, if it's not really simple and it's going to take too much time, it's probably not going to get done. So I found an app that I like and I put some pieces together and I said, all right, I think, I think this would be a good one to launch with. So I did a five minute podcast and the AV quality wasn't so great. And I had, problems with my microphone in a couple of other podcasts I'd say in those handful six seven eight podcasts I had some challenges I was trying to figure out the volume level uh was the music too loud in the background I mean there were some things that I you know I was working on they were far from perfect but I'll tell you what in that moment in those moments I gave it my best I gave it my best. Was it perfect? No, but in that moment, it was my best. And I can, I can listen back to some of those earlier podcasts and say, all right, I learned a lot from doing those. The best way to realize what you do want is by experiencing what you don't want. Anybody who's ever had a microphone that pops all of the Ps will realize after listening to one podcast, oh man, that's unacceptable. But I didn't know what I didn't know. But it didn't stop me from putting it out. It didn't stop me from releasing it because I realize if I wait for it to be perfect, it will never get done. In fact, Cheryl uh, Sandberg, who a um, uh, very well-known female executive with Facebook, has a quote that says just that it's better done than perfect." And I know some people really like that quote, "Better done than perfect," and some people really don't. When I hear that, I hear something different. I hear, "Do your best." It may not be perfect, but if it is your best in the moment, put it out. Because if you wait for it to be perfect, most people will say, if you wait for anything to be perfect, you won't ever get it done. Somebody says, when's the perfect time to have a child? (laughs) Well, I don't know that there's a perfect time to do anything because even perfect is shifting all the time. So if we can, if we can, again, Say, in that moment when I was building that podcast, it was pretty good. I I, I feel like I did my best. I put it out in the world and I waited for feedback and I got feedback. And people say, Don, I really like this. Maybe you want to work on this. Yes, great feedback. Thanks. I'll incorporate that into the next one. Until I got to a point where I'm like, hey, I think I've got all of the AV bugs worked out. And I think that it's, I think it's, you know, it sounds, you know, this is content aside, it sounds okay. It sounds pretty good. And even my podcast is evolving. I'm, again, hearing things from people, taking feedback, building certain things in, trying to to make it better all the time. But in every single moment, I am doing my best. In every single moment, I am doing my best. And that feels really, really good. So In wrapping up this series of The Four Agreements, The Four Agreements are a summary of the mastery of transformation. If you can do your best to be impeccable with your word, do your best to not take things personally, do your best to not make assumptions, do your best in your job, do your best with your relationships, check yourself every once in a while. Am I operating at my best in this moment? Hold yourself accountable. If you break an agreement, don't beat yourself up. Try it again. Start again that afternoon or start again fresh tomorrow. And every day it will become easier and easier and easier until one day you will wake up and say, Oh my gosh, I am doing this more consistently than not. And it's getting to be my new normal. That is the place that we need to get to and through. But you know what? Transformation... Typically, for most people, you're literally trans means to change or to go across and form, change or go across your form. You're changing your form, you are changing who you are. That takes time. So, we're going to be easy with ourselves and we're just going to kindly say in any moment, Am I doing my best? So, I would like to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Zen Room. Keep the feedback coming. If you have any questions or comments or ideas for future shows, go to www.thezenroom.net and send me an email. I'd love to hear your ideas. But for now, thanks for tuning in and uh, do your best, guys. Take care. Have a great day.